The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go, Cowboys! This, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Pollard streaks in. Your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris, John Mashoda, and Kyle Yeomans. It's time for the first regular season edition of Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys as Isaiah Stanback's <laughs> ready to go. That's right. Nick Harris is ready to go. John Machota is already <laughs> laughing at Isaiah. And we've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm yes. Kyle Yeomans. Welcome in, Cowboys Nation, as the Cowboys get ready to face the New York Giants on Sunday night football. You've been waiting all offseason. You doggone right that. I have been. I've been doing push-ups all freaking offseason for this, Kyle. The peculating pectorals are ready to go. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's right. That That's just amazing. happened. You a scuba? That's amazing. This is a normal thing on Talking Guys. Uh, This is the first regular season, Say It With Your Chest Friday. But here's here's really the premise behind Say It With Your Chest Friday is you bring the energy Mm -hmm. and you don't hold back. That's right. That's the whole conversation. Mm -hmm. we got to give a ton of energy going into the weekend because, of course, the Cowboys play actual meaningful football and we saw some meaningful football last night. How about Dan Campbell and the fighting meows going and getting hey. it from the Kansas City Chiefs? Knew, yeah. knew as soon as we saw those guys on the schedule for this season, I knew those guys were going to be a problem. Yeah. Complete problem. I don't care. You could say, oh, Kelsey wasn't. I don't care what you mm. want to say. That team has been doing nothing but building ever since Dan Campbell has stepped foot in that building. And kudos to him and his entire staff. AG, Aaron Glenn, my old teammate from here in Dallas, doing his thing um, as well. Uh, I mean, those guys, they have a heck of a coaching staff. It's really cool to see former players being successful as coaches and, and then going back and pulling up sure. some of the, some of the former players as well. So kudos to that to that coaching staff until they play Dallas. That yeah. December stretch has got a whole lot more difficult. Yeah. Well, when you're going from Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and now Detroit, that's going to be just – just as tough for the for the defense at least. So, man. So you're saying we can't drop the energy like uh, Kadarius Tony? Ooh, yeah. How about that? Am I? Oh. Yeah, me you too. You started him. Y'all started him. I did too. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had to. I was. Yeah. It was in my. You knew, the, you knew the ball was going to him, so yep. it's like it made sense. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a heck of a receiver when he catches, and then you knew he was going to get the Brock last night. And yeah, poopsies. Yeah. He had a poopsies. Well, yeah, I, I would say that. I would say this. Yeah. <laughs> It, they look like the front runner to, to make a move for a wide receiver at some point. Yeah, I mean you can't. There's just too much riding on this on what this team has to to just be like, well, no, we'll figure it out. One of these guys will have to step up. But no, to your point though, with the Lions, though, man, being a native Metro Detroiter, there is a saying: it's same old Lions. You know, everything it's always same old Lions. And I'll tell you, that, man, these last two games, this one and that one at Green Bay, are nothing like the Lions that I saw. Post Barry, they, they had some good years in the '90s with Barry Sanders, but post Barry, you know, going in that Matt Millen era, I mean, there's so many of those games. That they like last night, they lose that game, no, no question about it. You know, even with the drops, they lose that game. Uh, but yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be tough if, if they as long as they stay healthy. That's gonna be that's gonna be a big matchup. It's uh, I think the day before uh, New Year's Eve they play. Yes, the Cowboys down. Yeah, here. the thirtieth. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be a Saturday night game. That'll be a fun matchup. And I I think you look at really the speed and the power combination of what the Lions brought. I mean, they've got some guys that'll take your ankles, they'll snatch those ankles. He's how fast he is. Yeah, next level. And then you've got like a David Montgomery who's just a battering ram, and he's just going to run through everybody. Really fun game to watch. But of course, we don't see the Lions for another four months. We got to kind of. See how they continue along the way. I think they're legit. I've how, said how, it all offseason. I think they're legit. Yeah. How impressive is that offensive line? You get rid of your top two running backs mm. and you bring in two more running backs and you have the same exact success, if not more. If not more, probably yeah. more, honestly. And in David Montgomery's case specifically, uh, towards the end of his tenure in Chicago, things were a little rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, him trying mm-hmm. to find some extra yardage and uh, be a good running back. Yeah. But how much of that was attributed to what he had up front? Kind of saw that last night. Like he's, yeah. he's he's just as he's just as fine between the tackles as he was two three years ago. That's a fantasy positive for me yesterday. Yeah, it's also interesting well. to see the way that the Bengals. You know, they had a chance to draft Penny Sewell mm-hmm. and took Jamar Chase. Obviously, that's worked out great for them. Sure. But with the Lions, not that Jamar Chase would be great on the Lions, <laughs> but I just feel like the Penny Sewell thing has been huge for them. You know, too. And that was just, a, that was a slow start too. Yeah, game, right. But it's it's turned up as of late. Yeah, for yeah. sure. They, really, they've invested really a ton solid. into that whole line. And yeah. hitting on Amon Ross St. Brown definitely. Oh helped yeah, that's that crazy. Even more. <laughs> so yeah. fourth round. Just to take talking Lions and take it right back to talking Cowboys. You guys continue to talk about just how stout that front is for Detroit and that offensive line is for Detroit. Mm-hmm. How's uh how's the Dallas offensive mm-hmm. line looking, Nick? Um. Tyron Smith to the injury report? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Yeah, so uh, Tyron Smith yesterday limited in practice with an ankle issue. Does not sound like it's going to keep him out of Sunday night. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, listening to Mike McCarthy on the fan this morning, sounds like he will be okay to go on Sunday night. As far as Tyler Smith, still uh, hoping he can get back on the practice field by Saturday uh, in hopes to uh, play on Sunday night. So I guess if there's any concerns, it, let, let's still keep them with Tyler Smith. Tyron, it, it just looks precautionary at this point. That's good. Just yep. to throw this out here as your worst case, scenario i tweeted i tweeted this yesterday if you were to be without both of them for this game i think you'd be looking at starting chuma doga at left tackle uh-huh. and then probably tj bass or i guess awesome richards at left guard yeah so whichever the, one they'd feel more comfortable and, and i say worst case scenario and, it, and like you said mike mccarthy sounded pretty optimistic on the radio this morning but it's also one of those things that you have to prepare for that what if during the game the ankle Mid game yeah. yeah issue happens or something like that so uh yeah it's you know it's we've talked about the offensive line depth all off season and uh, yeah it's could be an issue from week one. See, but we've talked about the offensive line depth in terms of a seventeen game season, and true. it's not true. It's not it's not going to last a seventeen game season, guys. We're going into week one. We but haven't even played real football going, yet. Going yeah. into exactly. Okay. That's sure. that's where I'm at. It's like okay. Is this the warning shot that needs to be fired? Even if both of those guys are available, hopefully that's the case it's going just, into week one. There's just not a lot of options. People yeah. don't get rid of solid offensive alignment. That's the problem. There's a lot of running backs that you can go grab. There's receivers you can always go grab. There's always those skill guys that you can bring in to fill a void. But offensive alignment are just not – they're just not out there. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're definitely right about that. Like going back to the Chiefs game, they'll find a wide receiver to help mm-hmm. if it needs to be uh, that they that nobody steps up there. But on the offensive line, you're kind of set with what you have here. And because even if you were to get some type of a veteran who hasn't been on a roster, been, and then it's got you got all that time that they have to catch up to, and it, and the season's already here. They're you know the Cowboys don't have time for you to 
catch up and give you two, three weeks. Like they need, they need somebody now. That's why Denver was as as aggressive as they were on day one. Yeah, just like, go get them all. Like, go like, get all those guys. Pour the bag out because there's only a handful of these guys that can really play at that level. Yeah. But were the Cowboys really in a position to do that same sort of deal? Because at least up front they're set and they don't want to pay premium money for a sixth guy on your I, offensive I, I, line. I, hear you. I mean, you know, we, now it looks great. Sure, I don't think that they were in that position to acquire those that caliber of office alignment. But go get now, somebody. Yeah, now you're late. You're you're kind of late in the game, and yeah. I, and you know I'm not here to criticize their their timeline because I'm not sure what is feasible, what wasn't feasible. But yeah. I mean the situation is what it is, and it's not good. I mean Chuma Doga is their most significant offseason acquisition on the offensive line, and there's a good chance that we're going to see a decent amount of him yeah. Sunday night. So maybe we'll find out more from him. Maybe maybe he'll look better he in the games. Us. What's that? So oh maybe yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. Surprise us. Yeah, maybe he looks better in some of the games than he does. Uh, than he has in some of the practices and that. And maybe, you know, being a veteran who's played in that stadium plenty of times, maybe maybe he will play well and maybe the game plan will fit with what he does and they'll figure it out. Scale of 1 to 10, what's your confidence level in Chuma <laughs> Adoga? you doing that. Four. Four? And that's maybe high. That's maybe generous. Ooh. Really? I love Chuma, but... I mean, for at, him to come in and spot duty after yeah. dealing with an injury... You're talking about guard or tackle? At guard. At guard, left guard. Yeah. I, I do like him more at left guard. I know I've said that a lot. Like, if he was playing left tackle, maybe I'd be saying a three. Oh. But um, I, I like him more at left guard, so four. So in baseball, he's killing it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> look, look at that. Way to be positive yeah. about Positive this. on a Friday. <laughs> Class right. half full type of guy. <laughs> hey, he'd be the best baseball player in exactly. Dallas right now. I'll tell you that. Hey, let's not four, talk about that. I think four that. is accurate, though. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. I think I would put Maybe a four five. or a five. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually oh, decently confident just because he has done it before. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been there before. It's not yeah. like he's you're throwing one of these undrafted free agent rookies like a TJ Bass. Not that I don't like TJ Bass, but he's he's inexperienced. You don't right. know. So the confidence level naturally will be a little bit lower. At least with the Doga, he's been out there and he's played meaningful snaps in an NFL game. So I think I would say a four and a half, maybe a five yeah. in that regard. What would you put? I give him a four point two seven three. Okay. Okay. Very exact. I like Solid. it. Yeah. yeah. I honestly with honestly chest. like TJ Bass better. <laughs> personally really not from the size standpoint yeah. but i think he got that dog mentality so are we talking yeah. like a 4.275 to a uh to like a 4.3 4.75 4. 4.7 so like a 0. 0.5 difference that's, absolutely that's a, half a point yeah. that's major yeah, it's a half a point yeah, it's major that's big time absolutely that, that, change, a game that changes details. lives in baseball <laughs> Talk already does. that changes lives that's two, that's a hundred million dollars <laughs> uh, they think tj is the future you know mm-hmm. at one of their guard spots I mean, why not throw him to the wolves? Get him the experience now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we were talking about this same sort of deal with Terrence Steele yes, in 2020. We Similar yeah. deal, but at right tackle, which there I was mean, a lot of panic argue. at that time, too. Yes, there was. <laughs> now there's not. <laughs> Forgive me, but how early did Steele come into the, to the um, 2020 was season? Um, it wasn't week one. It wasn't one. week one. Okay. No, but it was, it was early. It is great how we can just look this stuff up like right away. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's amazing. Shout out to 2023. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the technology side of it. And, and that's the thing with Steele is, I mean, I was, and I'll admit, be the first one to admit this i was not very high on terrence steel coming out that. strike two <laughs> uh i was not very high on terrence steel coming out of texas tech i thought his lower body his footwork wasn't there i thought he was uh a little off balanced up front he had 72 snaps in week one by the way okay in 2020 so yeah. i mean so he the, he yeah. played 100 of the offensive snaps i'm so fascinated one. by that the whole like 
how do these guys go from like okay so you watched a lot of them at texas tech way yeah. more than i did did not and like they, it and you have that that takeaway mm -hmm. and obviously he went undrafted so others had that same takeaway sure so what gets a guy to go from that to being what he is now is it just work ethic is it just that you know he gets the right teachers around him like what is the what what, yeah. what how it's does a, a guy of, do that i think a it's a combination yeah it's definitely a combination i mean you you could take the same player take him out of that out of one particular environment and put him in another and the coaching staff can be different right so the coaches and the influence he has in that room the teaching every day also the system the system could benefit him more because they do one style that fits his you know his strengths more than his weaknesses did at his, at his previous location so there's a lot of things and in confidence i don't care i mean I, I bring it up all the time and everybody just assumes because you're a professional athlete that everybody's walking around with all this confidence it's not the truth it's just not the reality. It's not the reality of the situation. Every guy has their struggles. Every guy has their doubts. Um, you have competition out the wazoo. You have people that are always telling you what you're not doing right. Um, you don't really get a pat on the back for a lot of the things that that you're supposed to do or things that are expected of you. You don't get pats on the back for that. And most people look forward to those things. They like they get gratification from being told, like, you know, you did a good job. And at especially specifically at the offensive line position, you really don't get that. You know, you get your you get your grades, and I don't know if everybody knows that after every game you get a you get a uh, multiple sheets of paper and it has every play, right? Say you have 70 snaps in a game, okay? Every single play you have is graded. And if you're an office alignment and you grade out at 80%, right? Most people at their job, if they're hitting it out of the park 80% of the time, they're probably getting raises. 80% in football, you're probably getting fired at most yep. positions. At most positions, 80% effectiveness is not enough. So it's a high strenuous job. So you're always doubting yourself in in every aspect. There's always there's always something that you're, you're nitpicking at. Kyle, you know, Kyle gets on me yesterday. I felt like I had a bad, a terrible day in the studio. You know, I probably had a I had a handful of mess ups, but in my head, I sucked. Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? In my head, I sucked because I'm like, yeah. that's unacceptable. That that level of execution is not acceptable to me because like I, I I expect myself to be at this level. So that carries on in all aspects of your life, but that is the game of football. Can you finish the sentence? You said Kyle got on to me, but you didn't you didn't finish cuz Well, you got you got on my head. Yeah, you got on my head about like not being hard on myself. There you like, go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted I wanted everybody at home to realize Thanks, I'm, Thanks, not, you, I'm not just, <laughs> you're, you're a jerk, hate, Kyle. Hate you're a jerk. Yeah, yeah. You sir are a jerk. So, so going, back, going back to your playing days, did you ever uh just completely disagree with your grades and like you got angry at the grader oh yeah you have questions yeah. yeah yeah you definitely have questions um you feel like you might have executed something to a certain level there's a lot we can go into some real yeah. deep conversations we'll keep it relatively shallow today but yeah but i mean say it with your chest right yeah i mean some some <laughs> some businesses you have a say in the grades that you're given some businesses you can actually clap back a little bit on what you feel is right versus what is wrong. Mm, this is not one of those industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, going back to the original point on Terrence Steele, I think the biggest thing, and he talks about it a lot even today, was having Zach Martin next to him at right guard and not, you know, Kaysen from Leveland at Texas Tech. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, that, that's a significant difference too, because that can allow him to really focus in. I, I brought up my scouting report on Terrence Steele from 2020, and I said, Steele is an undeniable upper body strength that is ready for the NFL level, but his lower half just doesn't seem to keep up enough at the moment to make him a piece of the puzzle. It'll be interesting to see what sort of approach that offensive line coach at the time, Jim Tom Sula, will take when looking to improve his foundation. While the change of direction and agility need an uptick, a simple change in footwork could be enough to make a considerable difference in an organization that has had some uh, added tackle depth this offseason with the signing of Cameron Irving. It'll be a sol it, would, it will 
take a solid summer for Steele to make the active, active Wait, roster who in was week the, one. You said Tom Sewell. He was the defensive line coach. Who was their offensive line coach oh, that rookie year? I think it was— I, uh, it, was uh, it was the same— It was, it was same, still— uh, I can't think of his name. I, see, I can picture his face right now. It came from the Packers. He, Oh, my God. What is his I'm name? already blanking. I know. This is it so wasn't bad. Jim Tomsu. I think I had a typo in this back in 2020. Oh, my God. Darn it, Kyle. <laughs> the fact that you typed that up for every player is absolutely insane. Yeah, that is wild. But that, that was actually – that was only the <laughs> summary. I've also got details <laughs> on the <laughs> – This is why I don't write. Because I've been like, yeah, he's cool. It was Philbin. <laughs> it was, yeah, he played nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so do you feel more confident in TJ Bass right now than when you wrote that scattering report yes, on Yes, actually, Steel? I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I had a fifth-round grade on T.J. Bass. I really like Bass. Um, And I I feel far more comfortable with him stepping into the fold in in week one in a Terrence Steele-esque situation at guard than I did it. Terrence Steele at right tackle going up against the, I believe it was the Rams that year as the the first game of the season. It was, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a considerable difference either way. You want your starting five available, but at least that's something that you can look forward to. Having at least in a Chuma Adoga situation or a TJ Bass, you feel much better about it overall. Yeah. Now, if both of those guys are out, mm-hmm. then I think the confidence level shifts because now TJ Bass is playing next to Chuma Adoga as yeah. opposed to Terrence Steele playing next to Zach Martin. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's where, where it, it gets changes. Tough. That's where it gets really tough. Yeah. All right. We'll take our first break here on Say It With Your Chest Friday and Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. When we come back, we give you players to watch on both sides of the football for the Dallas Cowboys against the New York Giants. Stick around. We'll be right back with more Talking Cowboys after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices message and data rates may apply member fdic welcome back into dear doctor the show where i answer life's questions with an ice cold can of dr pepper sheila let's hear from our next caller would you dear doctor my friend supported me during a tough time but what's the right gift that says thanks for being a shoulder to cry on okay this one's easy i say give her a delicious dr pepper nothing says thanks girl better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company from the star in Frisco. This portion of the show is brought to you by Quaker Oats, a super-trusted superfood. Quaker Oats, the official oatmeal sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Did you get your oatmeal in this morning? I did not. I did uh, two days ago, though. Yeah, they're awesome. Very nice. I like to put a little cranberry in there, Mm -hmm. put a little brown sugar. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Was it a superfood? No. Super-trusted superfood. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Should have had Quaker Oats. There you go. Quaker Oats. Till tonight. We're a marketing dream on this hey, show. Hey, Quaker yeah. send, us, send, us, send us a pack. You know what I'm saying? Get us something in here. I think I have another case of those Black Rifle coffees upstairs, by the way. Oh, so you're hoarding them. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to admit to it, but maybe. <laughs> maybe that's the case. All right. Cowboys versus Giants. We've got predictions coming up in the next segment. If you want to be our guest picker, give us a call at 888-855-2297. You might want to get on the phones right now. To be the first in line, 888-855-2297. Do they know about this? They don't, but mm. they will. They'll know about it. We'll have to tell them going into the next segment. But, oh, uh, surprise. I want, you to, <laughs> I want you to give me one player on offense. Let's start on offense to watch this week. Who are you keeping the most eyes on, Isaiah, and why going into the matchup against the Giants offensively? It's not going to be the popular vote, but I'm going to go with Jake Ferguson. Okay. Jake Ferguson, I think that his effectiveness in the running game will dictate his ability to get receptions. Yeah, I like that assessment. I like that assessment a lot. We're talking about guys, the number one guys we're excited to see or the number one guy? You're excited to see. Okay, then yeah. I would go uh, I'll go Rico Dowdle just because the running game works so well uh, with Pollard and Zeke last year, and it, it really opened up the entire offense at times. I don't think Pollard can be relied upon as the single guy. So, like, for me personally, I'm just really excited to see what Dowdle can bring to the running game. But, like, sure, Brandon Cooks, Dak, CD, all these guys, I'm super excited to see in the offense, Cook especially, Cooks especially. 100% it's Cooks for me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just – I thought that – I think that they are on the same page right now, but it's not a game. So, let's see what they do in, in, in a game sense. And then also just – I expect a lot of coverage to be rolled over to CeeDee Lamb. So I just think Cooks is going to have a lot of opportunities. Dak seems real comfortable with him. And so who's going to be that guy, you know, that kind of takes that role of, you know, where Dalton Schultz was kind of a safety blanket type thing. Um, I think Brandon Cooks could get a lot of those targets. And then, obviously, I want to see Deuce Vaughn get out there and yeah, see what he can yeah. do. But not, not as much as Cooks. Cooks, just because if we would have seen some preseason games, I, pro- I might not say that. But just because we have not seen this – first team offense play against another team um i I just i don't know cooks has made big plays since the beginning of training camp it just Mm -hmm. seems like he's very sure-handed and it's to me from what i've seen it's not just like you see a lot of his highlights deep balls and things like that like man he red zone drills they work on things like that making grabs like he had one the other day in the back of the end zone that i mean he plays bigger than his size for sure there's a good chance he goes up against a rookie corner too whether it be Deontay banks or trey hawkins so that's going to be either i I think it could be a big day for tostillos i think it could be a very great day for oh yeah i I definitely think so i think it's interesting my my number one since i'm not going to go with any of your your guys i would probably say cooks but i'll say dak 
just because yeah. similar thing. This offense, I want to see how much it runs. I want to see how they command the offense. Are they going to push the pedal to the metal a little bit? Probably not. They're probably going to slow this thing down and let it ride because – uh, and Isaiah, I know you're big on this. With the West Coast offense, what is imperative in games like this? Got to have the ball possession. Time of possession. Mm-hmm. That's right. What What do you think the over-under needs to be for time of possession? Do you just need to win the battle? Uh, I think 35-25. 35-25. 35-25. Okay. Yeah. Why, why is time of possession so crucial in a West Coast scheme? Uh, because it's all about moving the chains. So you're not going to have as many your your big plays your big plays in a West Coast style offense come off of play action, which is why I say Ferguson is going to be very instrumental to this system. I mean, everybody's looking at CD and Cooks and Pony Tony Pollard. A lot of that stuff won't go the way that everybody hopes if Ferguson doesn't take care of business because you won't be able to run the ball effectively on the outside of the box. You won't be able to get your your play action either off of that if you don't have him balling out. So. In the West Coast side, if you can get that, if you can get that line of scrimmage established and get him out in the flats and get those quick little hitters, you can start bringing those safeties down a little bit because now they have to respect it, right? And you can get those guys to really start coming up because you're taking the four yard plays, you're taking the five yard plays, and you're moving the chains, and you're having three down, you know, sets, and then reset the, you know, reset the downs, and you're going three downs again, reset the downs, and it's it's wearing the defense out, and they're tired, and they're wanting to substitute, and all of a sudden they start being desperate. And desperation starts settling, setting in. And when desperation starts setting in, whoopsies, <laughs> over the top. Yeah. Exactly, right? Brandy so Cooks. <laughs> it's kind of a low-to-you-to-sleep low type of offense. That's my expectation. Now, it might be to- something totally different on Sunday night, but I expect it to be slow, slant, quick out, screen, move the chains, reset, run the ball, screen, slant, quick. Like You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. real simple, simplistic, not a lot of flash, and people kind of get a little bored with it. And then here comes a big splash play. Here comes Dak getting out the pocket. Here comes yeah. B. Cooks coming off the off the fake the fake crossing route all the way to the corner. You know, and the big plays are going to happen. And then you're going to see the two tights come in, and then you're going to run the ball. And then, you, you know, so it's going to yeah. be like that real style. And the next thing you know, you look up, and that was a 14-play drive, seven and a half minutes taken off the clock. That's what you're looking for. And then you put your defense out there and let them go eat. You can make the argument there's, there's nothing on the offense that isn't going to be interesting to watch. Terrence Steele coming back from the knee injury. The interior offensive line going against this monster Oof. defensive – you know, interior defensive line that they have. Uh, Michael Gallup, now two years removed from the injury. Uh, Jalen Tolbert stepping up in the number four role. Uh, you know, there's just all across the ball. Young like, group of tight ends. Yeah. Tony Pollard is the number yeah. one running back. Rico Daddle and Deuce Fawn speak for themselves back behind. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're it's right. Tyron Smith still elite. Elite. Like, there's, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot there. List goes on and, and on. You certainly don't want to see any of those. It's a, writer, it's a writer's dream. Yeah. <laughs> you certainly don't want to see that, any of those Kadarius Tony plays where oh. it's a perfect pass. Hit someone in the hands, bounce up. But next that, thing you know, that's six. what we were talking about yesterday. That's exactly what we were talking about yesterday. The those, ball placement. Those are the type yeah. of plays. And that was actually, I mean, the ball that he dropped was a perfect ball. Yeah, yeah. the that still just... frame that they have out there of it, like right in his head. <laughs> and they say, this, you know, like someone tweeted out, like, this turns into a pick six. Like, and just the way it looks in there, you're just like, there's no possible way. Like, it's just like the, the cleanest. And, you know, the gloves are out. Like, it looks like it's just like the perfect throw to him. Boom. Game changer. Mm. Yeah. I don't think there's any way the Lions win that game without that play. Nope. No, not at all. So there's the offensive side. I want to go to the defensive side, and I'll start with you, Nick. One defensive player to look at, because if the Cowboys' offense does their job and they go out there and they take that time of possession, this defense should be fresh. This defense should be well-rested. Then you pin your ears back, and then or you could argue that there's not a part of this defense that you're not going to be excited about. 
Yeah, my honorable mention is Stephon Gilmore just because I'm really excited to see him on the field. But my sure. answer is Micah Parsons because he's going he's gonna to be going up against Andrew Thomas, who finished the year really strong last year. Uh, he's had a really good camp in, in New York. Uh, so it's a really fun battle for him week one. I, I think it's – I have a matchups to watch article coming out later today. That's going to be the headliner. I'm, I'm really excited for that. That's, that's like the, the heavyweight main fight on the main card. We're, we're going to be – I'm going to be locked in on that one. I like that. And he's right behind you too, screaming at you. <laughs> screaming at Andrew Thomas, it. I hope. Yeah, he's he's excited about it. What do you think, John? Yeah, no, I mean those are both two great ones for sure. That that was very very uh, high on my list as well. Um, I'm probably gonna go with Trayvon Diggs. I just um, I just have this vivid memory of him being the last person in the locker room up in San Francisco, not getting a chance to pick off that pass that he probably picks off nine out of every ten times. He just I think there's a bad taste in his mouth, and I think with the pressure that this defense is going to put up front and then having Gilmore on the opposite side and Jerron Bland and these guys out there, I just think that this could be an opportunity for Trayvon Diggs to have a, have a big game. I'm interested to see how he plays. Mm, I like that Trayvon Diggs. It, it's just one of those those moments where, I mean, it happened with his brother Stephon Diggs a couple years ago where it was him looking at the Chiefs celebrating on the field yeah, at the yeah. AFC Championship game. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the same impact and same public idea of the whole thing but for the most part same sort of deal where it's he's the last one in there he's kind of soaking it in and he takes that as motivation going into the season i have three guys that's okay yeah that's fine just take them all one guy for me we've so. got time never gallimore i think we'll have a day on the inside okay. really that's yep. interesting okay yep i think never gallimore will have a day he's actually done relatively well against the giants in the past and I foresee that continuing i also think that with the restructuring of his contract he should be a little bit pissed off mm. Because they took some money out of his contract and said, "Well, you have an option. You have you can earn it back." Yeah, I would be a little pissed if I was him. Yeah, so um, I think he'll have a little spark. You know, I, I do think it's funny how in our players to watch segment on a team where Dak Prescott, Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb are all on this roster. Stephon Gilmore all on this roster. You've picked Jake Ferguson mm-hmm. and Neville Gallimore. I'm talking about guys that have to have an impact. We need inter- it's a type of in-depth analysis yeah. that Isaiah Say Stanback brings to you the need, table. You need, you need interior pressure. You need interior pressure. You need a disruptor on the inside. I think Hankin's going to do a good job of consuming. I'm not sure that he's a disruptor. You right? think Mozzie can be a disruptor no. at some point? Just at some point. Maybe not this week, oh, yeah. but some at some point, point this I hope, season. I hope. I, I honestly haven't seen enough of him to make that stance and be on the side to say yes. Okay. Uh, regardless of where he was drafted. I think that's I'm, just my I'm opinion. Right there right with you. So um, Neville Gallimore is my, my D lineman, interior defensive lineman, and I'm looking forward to seeing. Second level, Damone Clark. I knew you were going to say that. Madman. <laughs> Madman. I think his confidence is just skyrocketing right now. I think he's remembering who he was. Hmm. Um, and I'm looking forward to him continuing to grow. Um, and then I think Malik Hooker gets a pick. I think with mm. the, the, the style of offense that New York has, where they like to take shots down the field off of play action and sprint outs and things of that nature, I think that he's going to have an opportunity to go and get some balls. Hmm. <clears throat> I hope everybody at home that's like a, a gambling nut is taking notes. Because right? yeah. Yeah, I am not. Over, over, <laughs> under. Well, none of us are. Yeah. Uh, over, under Malik Hooker to, to get a pick, 0.5, and they're going to all check the box, and then they're going to get on to Isaiah later on. Uh I'll stick with the secondary. Give me Jaron Curse. I think Curse against Darren Waller is going to be a fun matchup because I think he's still going to be matched up with him, even with the injuries at the second level to guys like DeMarvian Overshone and then, of course, Donovan Wilson at the third level. Uh, still banged up. Whether or not he plays going into Sunday night, I think Jaron Curse is going to match up against some of these Correct. tight ends. And that's going to be a battle because yeah. Waller's going to be wanting to set the tone just as much as what 
Isaiah was saying about Neville Gallimore. He got the bag. He got the bag, but he's on. He's in a new franchise in a new city with a similar amount of expectations, if not more. It's New York, so and he's a new person. Yeah, he's he is a new person. I'm not sure if you guys have had opportunity to, to watch like the pivot or I don't want him, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But they did a good interview on him, and you get to he is totally in a different mind space from some of the things that he's battled with oh, his personal he's gone struggles. through some stuff so um, yeah. kudos to him and overcoming his demons and continue to do so but when you're in, when you've had, when you've renewed yourself in that, in that regard you're able to be out there and play free so um Javon you know JJ Ron strap it up buddy yeah i, I think, think he's going to have a really big year be a battle i saw the i went back and watched the uh the one preseason drive again last night that the giants offense had and mm-hmm. it was just feed darren waller in the first four plays boom 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 and he he got receptions out uh lining up at, at natural tight end in the slot and out wide and he was running different routes he ran an angle route out wide like came to the sideline and came out like i was like what are we doing here <laughs> so <laughs> like, I, wait a second yeah but yeah. it's he's going to be fed early and often absolutely early and often yeah and then we also got to throw out demarcus lawrence usually plays pretty decent against the giants yes. he's got 10 sacks and 15 games against them like Dang. for something and then That's he's fresh or you know early in the season um I, I think he could be a potential game record too. You think he could? Uh, I also always. And the other part with me too is I will always remember being up at MetLife when that cat ran on the field. Yes, and I have this picture cat. of like, literally football. Demarcus Lawrence just standing there. It's just Demarcus Lawrence in this picture and the cat, and he's just pointing at like, guys, there's a cat on the field. Anyone can get this thing up there. I will always remember that. I remember that. I always feel like he plays well against the Giants. Yeah. Oh man, that that there have been some weird moments at MetLife between yeah. Cowboys and Giants. I'm excited to see that continue to grow as we. Uh, as we get into week one again, I mean, it's always it always feels like that's an early matchup too. Yeah, you know, uh, during the year, I'm a, I'm gonna get on a D law train as well because oh. I I feel like. Do you want to just pick the entire defense? Absolutely. Yeah, you want to <laughs> just pick. You've already picked four guys. I, you I might like, as well pick the other seven. I like the fact that D law, much like Waller, right? But we're talking Cowboys here, he's in a different mind space as well. Yeah. And you really get the sense that a couple years ago he felt like he needed to be the spokesperson for this defense, and now he doesn't have to be. No, yeah. now he doesn't have to be. And I feel like still got to be a leader. He's still a leader, but he don't. Leaders don't have to always talk. Yes. So I think that he likes that space. I think he likes being quote unquote kind of the, the forgotten man, the underdog. So he can just go do what he does, and yeah. that might be dangerous for opposing teams for somebody who doesn't get a lot of the attention. Micah got a, has the attention now. Yeah. You can have it. Go Nationally, ahead, young fella. Go yeah. ahead. I'm I'm going to be on the other end over here just wrecking these other cats. Yeah. Especially with the Cowboys. It seems like that could get exhausting after a while, having all <laughs> yeah. that pressure on You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, always be in the face of it. Like, I, I'm sure it's fun for a while, but I, I could just see it getting kind of exhausting, especially with social media and everything. I really want to see that same energy from Tyron Smith this yeah. year. I, I really hope that he can get back confident, not only in his ability, but being able to stay durable on the field yeah. and have that same kind of mentality as Demarcus Lawrence because they have a very similar mentality in the fact that they just kind of lead by example. They do what they, yep. they do and Everyone just kind of follows. So I would love if he can kind of get back in that bag. Yeah. Well, guess what we're going to do whenever we come back? Predictions. We're going to get in our bag. It's time to say it with your chest. We have prediction segment on the way. We're picking six games across the NFL slate, including the Cowboys and the Giants on Sunday Night Football. Give us a call if you want to be our guest picker, 888-855-2297 right now, 888-855-2297. We get the pick'ems going when we come back right after this on Talking Cowboys. 
They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys with the code CowboysVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, this segment is brought to you by Invisalign, the official smile of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome back in. Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Nobody's going to be smiling Mm-mm. after this week with their Invisalign because I'm going to go 6 and 0 and you're all going to go 0 and 6. It's going to happen. All <laughs> Who right, won here last we go. year? Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Just kidding. I'm going to run it down. Was so it close? we started this. Yes, it's actually doesn't matter very, very close. close. Okay. Uh, 2020, <laughs> our Talking Cowboys standings and Pick'em champion was Rob Phillips. Mm-hmm. WWRD, what would Rob do? Yep, uh, he won that one. I won in 2021 by convincing fashion. So long ago. Seven games on top of Heckma Harrison in that 2021 mm-hmm. Talking Cowboys standings group. Recent. And then last year, for the first time ever, yes. Isaiah Stanback won the Pick'em standings Yee! by one game what over the fans. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> one game. We need to get you a ring or something. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yee! One game. He went 57-29, and 29, which is impressive. <laughs> I forgot about that drop. <laughs> That's Isaiah, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yee! He was- he was, he was wearing a cowboy hat during that. Uh, Isaiah went 57 and 29 overall last year. The fans went 56 and 30. In mm. One game. And this is how tight it was. One game back by, behind the fans was Patrick and. 
three games back behind Patrick was me. So I came up mm-hmm. in the rear. Uh, we we stopped counting Rob's about halfway through the season whenever he left the show, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so today is different because we will have our guest pick them. We will talk about uh, the fans and get their picks, but we're also going to give our season picks today as well. So that'll get us going for that one. All right. Our guest picker today is Brian in Colorado. Brian, you're on Talking Cowboys. How's it going? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. Just out here working in Denver this morning, and uh, I'm going to represent the fans well. Hey, there you go. Are, have you, you, are you a part of the We Coming crew? <laughs> no. No? No? Uh, okay. Didn't know. Wait a minute. Well, no. No, I love don't, – don't get me wrong. I, I, love, <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love crime. But, yeah, okay. they're, they're going to win again this week. They're going to beat Nebraska. There you go. How about that? He's got his first pick in. Yeah, already got we already <laughs> yeah. got one down. All right. Here's our first game. It's the first overall draft pick, Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers on the road against Bijan Robinson and the Atlanta Falcons. I'll start with Nick Harris. Who you got on that one? That's a fun one. I'm gonna take Carolina. Uh I, I think Bryce Young comes out with a statement. I, I like what Bryce Young has around him in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs or win the division or anything, but I, I like what he's got. All right, I'm going to take the Falcons in this one. Give me Bijan Robinson and Desmond Ritter at home to win this one over the Panthers. I just don't think they're ready yet. Give me the Falcons. What do you think, John? Same same deal. I just think Bijan's going to have a monster year. I don't think the Falcons are going to be great, but in this matchup at home, yeah, give me the Falcons. All right, Isaiah? Carolina. Going Panthers. Going Panthers, man. You're way too confident. Panthers my favorite picks, animal, so I'm rocking with it. Okay. <laughs> Bryce Young versus Bijan on the same weekend that Texas plays Alabama. That's I hate that. That is kind that. of interesting. See what you did there. Huh. I hate that. How about that? <laughs> well, who are you picking, Texas or Alabama? Go. Uh, Texas. Ooh. Let's go. Alabama. Yeah, All right. That was, uh, that was a Brian, who you got? Pick. Yeah, yeah. Bias. <laughs> such an emotional pick. Bias. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Panthers or Falcons? The dirty, dirty birds, Falcons all the way. Ooh, dirty birds, Jamal. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Jamal, it was, it was the Jordan Love led Packers at the Bears in a divisional round matchup up north. Oh. Packers at Bears in Chicago. Isaiah, I'll let you start. Well, the Packers aren't packing their hamstrings apparently, so I'm going to go with the Bears. <laughs> yeah, a couple guys <laughs> dealing with some stuff. Brian, who you got? Uh, I like the Packers. The Packers are going to win their division. I don't care what happened last night. Packers Ooh. are winning the division. That's a bold statement from up there in Colorado. <laughs> John. Yeah, Packers. I just don't trust the Bears. Um, maybe maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe Justin Fields will tear him up. But, yeah, I think uh, there's just something about the Packers owning the Bears lately that uh, I'm, I think that keeps rolling. Give, Nick, me the, give me the Bears there. Give me the Bears, too. Yep. I think I'm going with Chicago. I, I don't trust the Bears, either. <laughs> I just think Justin Fields could be electric in that game, and they that should some, be fun. They put some dudes around him. All right, these next three games are awesome for this first week. Awesome. I'm really excited. Miami at Los Angeles, oh. the Battle of the Coast. Chargers or Rams? Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Yeah. Oh. It's Dolphins at Chargers. <laughs> Tua Tungavailoa and that speedy Dolphins offense. Versus Kellen Moore? Versus Kellen Moore, Justin Herbert and company. And the Chargers, John, we'll get you to start this one. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. I uh, Miami's going to be great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, but and for the, a lot of these games, it comes down to like where the game's being played at. And because of that, not that the Chargers have some great home field, but I just think they'll probably be more comfortable in that environment starting out the season. Give me give me Herbert and the Chargers. Nick? I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, um, I think it is a perfect marriage between Kellen Moore and Justin Herbert and what they're going to try to do there. I think they'll start off hot, too. Brian, who you got? Yeah, got to lean the home home team here, Chargers. Give me the Finns. 
I'm going to take the Finns on the road to get it done in week one. Miami. I mean, that's been like some dark horse, like Super Bowl pick. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Both of those teams. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Isaiah? It's tough because both of these guys <clears throat> have good defenses. Yes, they do. Um, but I think, man. Yeah. Do you think there'll be any hangover from the way that they lost that playoff game? No. Nobody care about that. Okay. <laughs> no. I think Play, they, players they do. Don't. Players, I mean, yeah, players don't. They're, they're, it's a new year for them. I, I Chargers. Uh, I wanted you to make the dolphin noise. No, I, I love the, you I love the dolphins. Like the, the Wait, whole excuse thing. me? He does. He makes the dolphin noise. Go I for did. it. No, no, no. No, you didn't pick wait, I got to wait for our pick. Okay. Pick. Yeah, right. I'm looking We're forward to this. Every week. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Rams at those guys that play in the Pacific Northwest and play in Seattle, the Seahawks. The Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Brian, who you got? I'll take Isaiah's squad, the Seahawks. <laughs> Isaiah. You already know what they're going to Strike three. You know what it is. Strike three. Strike three. This booth was made for little people. <laughs> I'm going with Seattle. <laughs> Man, no no Cooper Cup. I would be stunned if the Rams won this game. Stunned. Yeah. Hey, we should almost put I a line on this Cooper. one. You, what do you I want to put a line on? Oh, Brian, right. you drafted Cooper Cup? I feel so bad. Yeah, poor I feel guy. Bad. Why would you do that? Um, I'm taking Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take yeah. Seattle too across the board. Uh, well, Bills, that means the Rams are going to win. Yeah, which, go <laughs> congratulations, Los <laughs> yeah. Angeles. Uh, Bills at the Jets. This Ooh. is the Monday night football matchup. Josh Ooh. Allen on the road at MetLife Stadium to face Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and the New York Jets. The Jets. They got back to back bruisers. Mm. Yeah. They got the Bills and the Cowboys <laughs> to start. Golly. Uh hmm. I'll start this one. Give me the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 in week one. They're going to get their butts kicked in week two. But give me the Jets to beat the Bills and really start things off with a bang in NFL 2023. Man, this teams. is a coin flip. It this is. is interesting. I think the weather is also going to play a really big factor into this mm -hmm. one. Um, ah, give me the Bills, though. It's supposed to rain. I need to see that offense and what it, what it looks like on the field before, I, before I'm picking them against one of the best teams in the league. John? Uh, Bills are my Super Bowl pick, so I'll go with the Bills. Okay. I'm not going against A.A. Ron. A lot of people said that last He's year. He's old. Nah, <laughs> a lot of people that. said this that is, last year. A.A. A. A. A lot of people said that in the playoffs the last few years. Uh, hey, he That's hasn't true. had this much weapon, this many weapons around him in a while. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's true. Adams. I think you're right. <laughs> He's been figuring things out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll be very motivated. Yeah. Brian, who you got? I think I got to lean the home team, Jets. J.E.T.S. Okay. All right. Darkness retweet, retreat for everybody. Yeah, little, everybody. Little ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> little meditation. All right. Cowboys at the Giants. It's an NFC East battle, of course, made for the ages and one that has started the NFL season for both of these teams quite a few times. Dak Prescott and company looking to continue their dominance <laughs> in the division to see if they can come out on top. They may not have a couple of offensive linemen, Ooh. but things will get down and dirty at MetLife Stadium. Brian, who you got for this one? Cowboys at the Giants. Cowboys are better at all 22 positions. 27-16, Cowboys. 27-16. Brian, thank you for the call. As always, appreciate your support. Good luck this week with your picks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, guys. Have a great great weekend. There he goes. You Brian too. from Colorado. Did a great job getting the picks in and out. Yeah. I'm going to let Isaiah go last. Nick. Cowboys, Giants. Give me a score prediction. Cowboys, 23-17. 23-17. Yeah, 28-17 Cowboys. That's with, I think, I'm Tyron Smith playing. I think there's a chance Tyler will play, too. 
Uh, I would pick the Cowboys to win this game, even if they had to start uh, Chuma and TJ Bass. Mm-hmm. Like I just really, I think the Cowboys just have the, the the Giants number. So I think so too. My score prediction would go off, or would would vary depending on if oh Tyron for sure and for sure and whoever's playing on the left side of the offensive line, whoever plays there, my score prediction would go. I'm going to say one of the two guys is out, but the Cowboys still win 27-13 final score at MetLife Stadium. Who you got? Oh, Kyle. Well, Cowboys are weak on the interior offensive line. Giants are strong on the interior Uh-oh. defensive line. Uh-oh. But I'm still going to go with the boys, 24-17. So let me get this straight. So That's right. Isaiah Stanback. Yes, him. Who was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. But won a Super Bowl ring with the who? New York Giants. Just chose the who? Dallas Cowboys. Okay, just wanted to make sure. That's I wanted right. to double check and make right. sure this happens right. the right way. One team still. They always check. come back. They always come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good they, way to look at it. They always, they always come back. All right, uh, real quickly, who's going to score the first touchdown of the season for the Cowboys? Uh, I think Cooks. Cooks. Mm. I was going to say that. I'll go somebody different now. Mm. I'll say Dak Prescott. Ooh, running touchdown. Running touchdown. Okay, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, give me Peyton Hendershot. Are you gonna catch it? Yeah, he had one. He had one all of last year. Didn't he? <laughs> give me, give me Peyton I Hendershot. I'm just gonna go with the, the Peyton. Yeah, the the dark horse to to get it. I might start him in fan. No, I'm just kidding. Now, now, uh, now it'll be Deuce Vaughn. Now that we Deuce, yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be fun. I would actually really enjoy that. All right, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Get some college football in. Enjoy the NFL slate, and then be parked right in front of your television sets on Sunday night, 6 p.m. Central so Time early. is when Cowboys so pregame. <laughs> Live, yeah, you were pretty early. I got to pub. I, I thought you were pub. coming out a lot. I got to get the the last the the, the hey, last pub in for the show. Cowboys pregame live, baby. Cowboys pregame live. <laughs> We've got plenty. Nick will be on. Oh, actually, three of the four. We got to get John on Cowboys pregame live. Cowboys pregame live. Yeah, let's do it. Isaiah will Love be an it. analyst. I will host it. Nick's got a package, and Nick at night on the show as well. Be sure to tune in 6 p.m. Central Time on the Dallas Cowboys streaming platforms. You can find it on DallasCowboys.com as well. John will be at the game for the athletic be sure to keep up with everything there what was that oh nick eatman coming up next for storyline give him a call because he needs plenty of them at 888-855-2297 for chris beam isaiah Stanback, john machota nick harris i'm kyle yeoman <laughs> saying it. so long on say it with your chest friday go cowboys Woo! this has been a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how about this cowboys yeah!